If you'd like to learn more about the Texas Radio Theater Company, be sure to log on to www.texasradiotheater.com. Hi, I'm Rich Froelich, and welcome to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. In the past, we've offered some of our audio theater productions, some promotional material, and some bits we did for Schlock Audio Theater. Now, we bring you the oldest type of audio theater, one that started out with one person, their voice, and sometimes a campfire. This is the first in our storytelling series, and it, it goes back to where Texas Radio Theater actually got started. For this first episode, you'll hear a story from Greg Howard. which means in the Cherokee language, Hello, my friend. Once, a long time ago, all the people lived together. But they began to quarrel as people do. And Unaith Lenahi, creator, decided to separate them. Unaith Lenahi sent the white people to their place, the black people to their place, and the yellow, red, and brown people to their places. And then, because these places were new and strange to them, Unaithlanahi sent instructions and stories, dreams and visions to guide them. It is said, the world is the way it is today, because the people have forgotten their instructions. Listen now to what the Cherokee people were told. Has anybody told you about the fire? Well, back when I was a boy, Agiduda, my grandfather, told me this story. Eighty-you, long time ago, Hayadokpolowski thunder and Anagaliski lightning were talking about the coming of Gola, winter. From where they lived, high above the clouds, they could see far into the past and future. And coming over the distant mountains, they could see Gola coming. They knew that soon he would turn the trees to skeletons, drive away the birds and animals with his cold breath, and stop the running water by turning it to ice. They also knew that the animals that stayed would get very cold and wondered what they could do to help them keep warm. Well, as Thunder was pacing back and forth, making a lot of noise as Thunder always does, Lightning threw a fire arrow at him and told him to sit down and be quiet. You're making so much noise I can't think, Anagaliski said. Well, Ayadokoloski sat down, and Anagaliski thought some more. Then Anagaliski said, I know how I can help them. I can send them a fire arrow, and that will give them a chila fire, and they can use that to keep warm. And, to keep them from burning up, I can shoot it into that hollow tree on the island there. And with that, he pulled back his mighty bow, Kalchandi, and shot a fire arrow into Guchanega, the sycamore tree. Well, when Anakaliski lightning struck Guchanega, the sycamore tree, the animals were having a meeting not far away. They, too, knew that soon... Gola, the cold maker, would be coming. The leaves were already beginning to turn different colors, and the animals could also feel Gola's cold breath. When the fire arrow struck Guchanega, there was a loud crack. 
animals fled into the woods because they didn't know what it was. They could see the smoke and feel the heat. They just knew that whatever it was, it would keep them warm during the cold time. Inata, snake, was first to try and get the warmth, and with a flick of his tongue slipped quietly into the water and swam over to the island and crawled into the bottom of the tree. But when he got in there, there were hot ashes everywhere, and the hot ashes got on him and burned him and turned him black. So he got out of there fast and failed to bring anything back. But that's why Inunta is called Kalegi, black snake today by the Cherokee people, from the ashes. Then Wakuku, screech owl, said he would go, and spreading his wide, soft wings, flew over there where Anagaliski had struck. But when he looked down there into the hollow tree, a gust of wind blew hot ashes into his eyes. That's why he has those black circles around his eyes and black spots on his throat today. So you know this story's true. Who was next? Kolana, raven, the warbird stepped up, his beautiful blue feathers shining in the sun. He also flew to the top of Guchanega, the old hollow sycamore tree, and he too tried to get the fire back, but the fire burned his feathers. He got smoke all over him, and that's the reason he's black today. But if you look at him in just the right light, you can still see those beautiful blue feathers. And then the animals looked at each other and asked, Who is brave enough to go and get the warmth and bring it back to us? Not me, said Yona, the bear. It'll burn my fur. Mine too, said Wahya, the wolf. I can't go. Even Doya, beaver, wouldn't go. Finally, little Kananeski Amayehi, water spider, stood up and said, She'll go and get the warmth. And with that, she began to weave a small basket, which she attached to her back. Then she scurried across the water to Guchanega. Being small, she was able to get close enough to pick up a small, still-glowing ember and place it in her basket. Then she quickly carried it back to the animals. She managed to get Achila to the animals. But that's how she got that red dot on her back. So you know this story's true. Well, it wasn't long before Untahista, old man, came along. And he, too, was worried about winter coming and wondered how he and his people were going to keep warm, too. Oh, what's that? he said to the animals. In the old days, Indians could talk to the animals. Not anymore. People have forgotten. We call it fire. Achila, they said. It'll keep us warm in the winter. Oh, that's good. My people will be cold too, Antohista say. Will you share your Achila with me? The animals agreed. And so Untahista reached down and picked up some of the hot coals and quickly headed back to his village. But while he was carrying the fire, he himself caught fire, and by the time he got back home was nothing but ashes. His folks came out and looked under the ashes 
and there they found a piece of live coal. And that's how the Cherokee people got Achila fire. And you can still see Achila burning today in Red Clay, Tennessee, if you go there, so you know this story's true. Nigga, huh? The Origin of Fire, off Greg Howard's Grandfather Stories CD, recorded and edited by myself and voiced by Greg Howard. Greg was a radio and voiceover veteran who worked in the Dallas area. He's a storyteller, a Cherokee, and one of my mentors. I can honestly say that if it weren't for his kind words of encouragement years ago, the Texas Radio Theater might not have even gotten started. If you want to learn more about Greg and his work with storytelling and Native American culture, please log on to nativelanguages.com. That's nativelanguages.com. At the time of this podcast, which is the last day of, of March 2009, Greg is in the final stages of cancer. He's at his home in Oklahoma. I'm sharing this story and possibly a few more of his in the next few weeks so that you can get a sense of, of who he is and enjoy what was one of his gifts and one of his passions. I'm Rich Froelich for the Texas Radio Theater. Thanks for listening, and watch more radio.